my name is Annabelle and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Talk Show. Stop laughing, Giselle. <laughs> Over the next few episodes, you can expect reviews of movies or TV shows that I've seen. I'll talk about shows that are trending and I'll also try to objectively evaluate if they are worth your time. But on this episode, we're doing something very special. As you may have noticed in the episode title, we're not doing a Korean drama and I'm not convincing y'all to watch something. Instead, I have three friends who are going to convince me to watch the Japanese reality show, Terrace House. Today, I represent a large majority of people who cannot watch reality TV because it's too lowbrow for them. To convince me otherwise, I've, I'm joined by two guests in Melbourne and one who is a 20-minute bus ride from me. Say hi, guys. Hello. Hello. You have to say your name, guys. <laughs> People won't know oh. who you are. <laughs> yeah. Hi, right. my name is Makoto. Hi, I'm Gabriel. And I'm Giselle. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, so <laughs> tell us a bit about you guys. Like, um, when did you start watching Terrace House and what season or episode are you guys at? Y'all go first? Oh, me? Yeah, go Thank ahead. You, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, I started watching Terrace House like two years ago. I started with the very first run, which was like eight seasons long. Wow, OG! It's not on Netflix, yeah. but wow. I'm going to say it's one of the best. Oh. But I'll get into those reasons later. Currently, I'm trying to make my way through Aloha State. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And I'm at the first half of Aloha State. First half? How many episodes are there? Uh, I'm not so sure. But so I've basically watched everything from the first run. Mm. And then I watched everything from uh, Boys and Girls in the City. Which I think is the... Yeah, so basically I watched the first series, the first run, mm-hmm. and then the second run. Okay, cool. And Aloha State is the third, and that's what I'm on right now. Okay, how about you guys, mm. Gaps and Giselle? Um, I think for us, we started with Terrace House opening new doors, the one in Karizawa. And after that, we just jumped to the latest one, which is the Tokyo one. Oh, so is that in chronological yeah. order or...? Well, technically, yeah, because Tokyo one is the latest one and Karizawa was kind of like the halfway ones. Yeah, but we're not like um, Makoto here who watched the first one, like the boys and girls in the city. Yeah, we're not that hardcore. <laughs> and the one before that, which and the one before. I'll get into the reasons later, but I'm really excited to talk about that one. Okay. I cried. Oh, what? <laughs> I cry in every every season. Not every season, every new... What's it called? Show? Show, yes. Is it, is, okay, we, we'll get to that later probably, but you guys can tell me reasons why you cried. So that's very cool. As I mentioned at the start, <laughs> I have very minimal knowledge about Terrace House. I've seen about um, one episode on Netflix because at the time, Makoto was raving about it. And to be honest, I didn't finish the episode. <laughs> uh, but for this episode, I decided to do some research so that I can host this episode properly. Uh, and I watched Boys and Girls in the City, uh, the 2016 one. The ones yep. on, on Netflix, yeah. So from yep. what I understand, I'm, okay, I'm just going to tell you what I understand and then we can get into the media details later on. So from what I know, Terrace House is a Japanese reality dating show with a comedy commentary panel. And this panel watches the show with a live audience and they make comments about the members and their activities. Um, I also know that the original series was piloted by a Japanese production house and then Netflix only recently engaged in this collaboration with the Japanese house like later on in 2016 was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay yep. um, so yeah that's that's basically all I know <laughs> that's not too um, bad you, you know quite a bit like, you know the, the premise of the show the context behind it uh, it's a reality show I mean it's not that complex can it can it be that complex? <laughs> It isn't strictly speaking a dating show because people who are attached yeah. have joined the house. Really? Mm, yes. Why? 
That's exactly what the host mentioned. <laughs> like, hey, why are you on the show? You're already taken. So there is an understanding that a lot of the possess is, you know, through the the potential for dates to arise. So if it's not a dating show, what would you guys call it? <laughs> like, why it's not a dating show? Oh, why would you classify uh, it as if it's not a dating show? Or do you think it's a dating show? I, like, they have they they do capitalize on the dating element, but then I think the people who participate in the show or go onto the show, they have more. Not ulterior motive, but like other motivating factors aside from find, finding someone to date. Like finding yeah. friends? Yeah, that's why. No, like rediscovering themselves, ah. discovering like what they want to do. Yeah, yeah. like um, I think that's like the main... So for like opening new doors, there was one of the first few characters. Mm. Basically, all he wanted to be was to be like a better person, to be a better chef. And that show helped him sort of achieve that. Like we actually saw his character develop throughout the show. I think like, cause when you live with so many people from like different walks of life, right? You get to be exposed to like different values and mindset. And then I think that helps them to grow more as a person in a sense as well. Mm. Yeah. Because it's very, very unique circumstances Mm. to be Mm. living in not only like a shared house, Mm. but also a televised shared house. No, I feel like when you live in a house with different people of different ages, they have different expectations of who you should mm. be based on their own reality and perceptions yeah. and then they you know they subtly project it onto you as a person and that's how you sort of like develop as a person I do think mm. staying with people has the tendency to sort of mm. spur you on to achieve what you, you said you're gonna do mm. Mm, mm, yes, like, yes. I kind of get what you guys are saying because like I said I'm in my third or fourth episode of this um, of this season right and like it's like everybody's kind of fresh Maybe they have stayed with each other For about two weeks now And they're celebrating This guy's mm-hmm. birthday And then he just like He gets a bit drunk And start, starts talking about his passion So he's a tap dancer And he's like Oh you guys should have a dream What's your dream? And everybody needs to oh, tell yeah. him What is their dream? And one girl is like Oh it's my dream To have like a, a cafe And everybody can be comfortable In that cafe And then he's like That's not a dream <laughs> And I was like yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, That is such a such a dicey moment and I think that's also part of the appeal when there's these just random mm. moments of tension mm-hmm. that arise out of nowhere mm. yeah yeah like I'll get to this later but I didn't know if that was scripted because like it seems so out of the blue and after like cause they posted the, the, the show right the episode and then they got comments about it everybody was just like bashing that guy it's like how dare you make her cry huh you, you monster and he I agree <laughs> I agree. And then for the next few episodes, he kind of just toned down a lot. Um, there, were, there was another um, incident, I think, that um, required his personal opinions to be aired, but he didn't say anything. So I was like, oh, wow, the comments really got to him. Uh. Nah, this is interesting. Anyway, uh, maybe I'll just get to like my first impressions of Tara's house. So in this season, we have the baseball player... Uh, whose name is also Makoto uh, We have the hairdresser We have a tap dancer <laughs> And for the girls We have the medical student The model And one older Onesan Who is like um, I guess What is she a barrister Slash office worker I think Okay So my first comment is The opening song For <laughs> For Terra so I was like, it, it, It's an English song I have something to say Regarding that <laughs> Go ahead because in the first original run, mm. the song was a Taylor Swift song. What? And it oh. was beautiful. Oh no. Because <laughs> there was a photo shoot with the cast 
with Taylor Swift, and you can tell that she has no idea what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> this makes me more confused about what Terrace House is. <laughs> yeah, aside from the Taylor Swift one, do they use a lot of English songs throughout the series? Like, for opening songs, is this a common thing? Yeah, they all start with English songs, I realize. Isn't the songs the same? Um, no, they actually change it depending on the show. Oh, really? And they actually do a switch halfway through, but they're mostly English songs. Mm. Yeah, mm. which it is kind of weird when you think about it, but then again, like, because I think because Terrace House has recently gained, like, international attention, right. and the ones that we watch are more, like, the, towards the newer mm. ones, so maybe it could be an appeal towards the international audience. Speaking of international audience, though, Makoto, do you think that the content and the way they frame, like, they frame people is... I guess different from the original Japanese one? Um, no, it's pretty similar. It's quite consistent in the way they go about things. Mm. I never really noticed like an abrupt change between, let's say, the original round that was not on Netflix mm. and the ones that are on Netflix. Yeah. Um, well, the second point that I have is that everybody, well, at least in the first three episodes, are super polite. Um, okay, so there's one scene that I, I, I'm going to mention. I, I can't remember who But they were like Oh let's make dinner And one of the guys said like Why don't we let all the women Do the cooking And I, Immediately The feminist in me Just ah, <laughs> What <laughs> um, And yeah. if I were there I feel like My face would have Immediately gotten black They would have cut to a shot Of me just like What did he say But uh, <laughs> I, I'm not in the show So uh, But the girl There's one girl Who was like oh, That feels like a bit Of a competition uh, Let's not do that Why don't we all do it together And she said it In such a polite way That I was also so like oh you know she's like she's like attacking him but it's not too harsh and I was like is this a Japanese thing to be like overly <laughs> even if people offend you you're just gonna be like ah so this ah uh, no let's not do that this <laughs> <laughs> do you think that that's very consistent do you think the polite thing is um consistent I think the polite thing is consistent throughout the different um terrace house shows mm. like like that, like from the two shows that we watched, right? Like this, there are like scenes where like the guy will suddenly kiss the girl, mm. and yeah, it's so sudden. Like normally, if I'm the guy, I'll like slap the guy, or hit the guy, or push him away, whatever. But then, like they just let it happen, and then when the other house members ask about it later, right, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, no, I didn't really like it, but like, you know, like." <laughs> Yeah. I don't really like, like the kids But I'm so polite That I'm just gonna let him <laughs> Some Something like that It's just like I'm like Is that normal In the Japanese culture So I went to Google And apparently There's still a very strong Misogynistic culture Yes Oh So conversely Have you all seen any girls Like be very aggressive Since you mentioned The whole Misogynistic culture like on the show at least, have not, you seen a girl be very active and stuff? Not really active towards... I've seen the girls like actively pursue a guy or like rather fight other girls for the mm. guy. Like there's like quarrels that come out of it, but... Sometimes, yeah. uh, I think yeah. from the, the, the ones I've seen that have been sort of these very strong outspoken women mm. and one that is so... Um, in a way popular that she's been seen through like three different seasons at this oh, point she was in the original it? run she was yeah. seen Sina. in the second run Why? she was also seen in Aloha State 
Is it Sena? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah she she, she appears in the opening new doors too. See, <laughs> she's such a <laughs> such a you know such a strong figure that she's somehow yeah, she lasted is. throughout this entire series. <laughs> yeah, and she's single as well. Uh, not currently. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no spoilers ahead for you, but yeah, not currently. How many episodes? Instagram. Sticking to that. Um. Yeah. So the third thing I noticed was that. They ask each other very scripted questions. So I know that the introduction of this show, they're like, oh, it's not scripted, this. But, um, like, they ask each other, like, so, what's your type? And they'll be like, ah, so sudden. <laughs> and then, like, I feel like that whole interaction of, so, who's your type? Or who are you attracted to? I found that very, like, um, it's like they're conscious of the camera being there, and they're like, okay, you know what? The scriptwriters told us that it would be good to ask these questions, and therefore, I shall. Uh, do you think that is true? Like this whole scripted aspect. Hmm, that's a good question. Well, okay. For, in my opinion, um, even though they can say like it's really not scripted, there's always a sense of basically like you know that there are cameras there. Mm. You know that it's not supposed to be scripted, but in a way, you are your actions are still scripted by yourself. Uh, okay. That's getting into a bit of social theory here, but <laughs> social no, so, theory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Cause like, so basically, they know that the viewers watch their show because mm. they want to see some romance in it. So hence, these questions come out. So they purposely kind of present. They they purposely present a certain side of themselves, especially because they are on a TV show. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes, and not only that, I feel like it's also in their culture as well. Like I th- I feel like Japanese people they they wear a mask to hide their real emotions and feelings in most situations. Mm. And it's it's rarely taken down, but sometimes in the show they actually take it down, and that's when I like that's when I like to watch the show because it's so interesting to see that who they who they truly are. Because mm. normally when you're at the first few episodes, you see them for you know who they wanna portray themselves yeah. as. You know, like I'm this bubbly bright person. Yeah. But as the show progresses and things happen, you know they start they suddenly break down. They suddenly show themselves. They confide in people. Yeah. They tell them that they know they tell them like oh no what if I can't reach my dream and things oh like that. Oh my goodness. And that's really interesting. <laughs> so wholesome. What if I can't reach my dream? It's really wholesome, yes. Yeah, I, I think that's also genuinely part of the appeal. Because mm. I was talking to mm. some people mm. about Aloha State. Yeah. And Aloha State is slightly less Japanese in oh. that. Um, for example, there's yeah. a lady named Lauren Sai in there. Um, she's not Japanese. And there are some Hawaiian natives also in Aloha State. Oh. Uh, just to clarify, Aloha State takes place in Hawaii. Yeah, I And some I people figure. did not enjoy that season as much. Because it's not Japan? Mainly because it didn't have that sort of um, very Japanese cultural essence uh-huh. that the other seasons have. Uh, okay. To the point that even in subsequent seasons, the hosts refer to Aloha State as being like a certain type that people didn't necessarily enjoy. Did they so, do yeah. Aloha State because they got a lot of people applying from Hawaii or something? I'm not too sure. I think Hawaii definitely has a large Japanese population as well. Right. So I think they were just trying to expand to the international audience, especially with Netflix, because this was the second time yeah. uh, working with Netflix. Yeah. So it makes sense that they were going to like try for something more mm. diverse. Uh, so yeah, in, in conclusion, <laughs> definitely the Japanese-ness is part of like the fun. And, you know. Yeah. Because we, we're so used to our own culture to mm. see someone else's sort of social dynamic with their culture yeah. very interesting to see okay cool that's true interesting I guess the next thing that I want to mention then is the commentary panel 
Ah, uh, personally, <laughs> I found this a bit like it was a difficult concept to grasp because you hardly okay. So I've seen like um the Chinese show, the Chinese dating shows, and like um Love Island. I I think I saw that in Australia. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it But it's really trashy And Well I've seen Survivor <laughs> And the rest um, But they don't really have This commentary uh, Aspect They expect the audience To kind of Develop their own Understanding uh, Their own judgement Of people I guess But then the commentary here Is really Actively um, Skewing the way we think So I was watching episode 1 And then they came in And they said like Ah oh, yeah You know this guy Looks like He's very popular And this guy Seems um, to be like The apple of the eye Of all the females I wonder what's gonna happen And then subsequently I found myself Just like subconsciously Thinking that way too uh, Other than that though I do find them Quite entertaining And I think Are they comprised of like Actors and comedians? Yes yeah. Uh, okay. Talent. Yeah, that was talents. <laughs> talents, as they call it <laughs> in Japan. Thank yeah. you, our Japanese correspondent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I ask? Yeah. Do you all feel ab- the same way about the hosts, sort of inputting these thoughts into your head as well? Not really, because when I when I listen to what the hosts say, it's just like a different perspective. In a sense, and I feel like most of the time I do agree with what they say. Mm. For me, it's more like when I watch the show and I'm like, oh, this guy is, he will be like the cute guy that everyone likes mm. now, but not later, that kind of thing. And then when the host like re emphasizes that, it's like, oh my god, yeah, see, <laughs> that kind of thing. Right. <laughs> so for Je- yeah. Giselle, it's just basically fangirling together with the host. Yeah, correct. Especially <laughs> if you watch it by and yourself. You're being primed right? to fangirl, correct. and then afterwards you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like especially if like there's a romance coming up and they're like really cute and everything, and you're watching it by yourself mm. at home and you have no one to like fangirl with, oh, and man. then the host is like, "Wow, are they so cute?" And I'm like, "Yes, that's so sad, they're so cute." <laughs> <laughs> that is great. That's something I didn't realize before. Mm. Um, regarding whether their words have an influence on my mindset I think it's very different because I kind of agree with whatever they're saying and they put it in a very community kind of way because they always bring in like outside examples oh uh, yeah right. like they yeah, might yeah. cite yeah. like a outside drama or like the mayor of Tokyo or exactly yeah. yeah and what's more important is that they have attachments to people in the house so let's say example mm. a host may like this person really much and she will always defend him no matter what no matter what stupid thing he does she will be like no she brings it to the other side of the table but I know mm. he's just doing this because he really likes her and right things like that. Yeah. Speaking of so which, really do you guys have like any favorite um I guess hosts on the show? Is there someone in the commentary panel that you guys like a lot? You know like the two ladies on the couch and then the one with the bangs? Uh no, the younger one. Amy Chan. Uh Amy Chan. The half Austrian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, she's really oh, pretty. She's yeah, 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 she's she doesn't she look like the chocolate lollipop? She's thing? our age. She's our oh, age. Wow. I, I think so. I think she's our age. Oh no, I think she's like just a bit older only. Like she's really no not not below thirty. Way. I think. I'm gonna Google this. No, but she's she's so <laughs> intermission. <laughs> like she, I feel like she's very innocent. Like she, yeah, she has that so pure image quite... going on, and she's so soft and elegant. How about you, Makoto? Like, is there somebody you really like and on the commentary panel? Yes, I'm gonna butcher his name, so I apologize in advance. Mm. <laughs> Tokui, Tokui, Tok Yoshimi. Hoki. Hoki. <laughs> Could you explain, like, describe who he is? Um, he's the other male comedian. 
Wow, that helps a lot. <laughs> the Thanks, Makoto. Okay. Um, there are two main male comedian hosts. Mm. One of them is this sort of kind of goofy, people rag on him type. And the mm. other guy is sort of this more... Uh, Skinny more stable guy? voice of reason, but still comedic. Oh. So you like the, the voice of reason guy? Yeah, because... He, he, I think he's got a very uh, nice way of sort of tempering down people whenever uh, they get too riled up. Um, yeah, for example, mm. hey, I think like let's say the the other dude comedian says, "Hey, this guy's just look at him. He's doing so well. He's probably yeah. a jerk, right?" <laughs> and then this guy will come in and sort of go, "Ah, you know, maybe, maybe not. You know, just keep watching. You know, right. yeah, he's yeah. just got a very nice way of sort of rounding out." Mm. Say any kind of opinion. Yeah. Mm. So have you found out what the age is, Gibbs? Oh yeah, she's twenty eight. Okay, not very near us because we oh, are very wow. young. She's Makoto's <laughs> age. <Yeah>. She's my. <laughs> Makoto, you stand a chance. Oh no! You stand a chance. <laughs> Send her fan mail. I'm not a host <laughs> on a reality TV show. Uh. <laughs> um, there's one tiny looking boy on the panel though. And that tiny looks me like he looks. It looks like they were trying to balance out the age in in the in the commentary panel, but they went too far to the youngster side, and then like they just end up with a very imbalanced scale. Um. Yeah. Honestly, when I first saw him, I also kind of felt that way. I was like, "Who is this kid? <laughs> like, what's he doing here?" And so, like, from a production sort of mind, which I think is where you're also coming from. Mm. Sort of thinking about Oh they're trying to sort of Have a balance of You know mm. Can't have just A bunch of old people Commenting yeah. on Young folks <laughs> And what they're doing So let's have like A young voice in there Yeah um, And the instinct is go This boy is way too young He doesn't know What's going on either <laughs> <laughs> But I do think You know There's just something To be said about Having his opinion Because sometimes mm. he Had to leave And then there's a Replacement young kid As well Mm. And it really? is interesting mm. to have their perspectives as well. So this young boy is on since season one. Uh no, I'm gonna take y'all back. To be honest, there was only one host <laughs> at the start. Oh really? It was, <laughs> it was only no you. way. That that old young looking lady. Old young looking lady. Uh, she goes by the name Yu. The one that always starts at the entrance, yes. like, come on, what? Yeah. Oh, so it was just her at first. It was only her in a in wow. a moving vehicle. That's how the show wow. started. Wow, that's so weird! She's in the backseat of a car that is traveling down a highway in Tokyo, and she does the intro, and it was only her for like a bunch of episodes. Could it be like Japanese, but the office? <laughs> so it was really weird, because. There isn't much dialogue from her. It's really her just introing the scene. Mm. And that's it. Mm. Is she like some high-profile actress or like news anchor or somebody in Japan? Yeah, she's like a former singer. She's a pop star. My mom knows her. Like she saw, oh, it's that lady. She's actually really smart. Maybe that's why they got her to do the intro. They wanted people to be like, this is going to be a smart show. (laughs) (laughs) Just bam. (laughs) Because her voice is not exactly... It's very high, and mm. she seems mm. very sort of... She looks like one of those aunties that sort of bug you at, like, uh, reunions. <laughs> but it's kind of cool, but, you know, she looks like she's with it. She's not okay. just a talent, so to speak. She's also got some some smarts. Yeah. So that's great. Um, so that brings me to my next question, actually. Like, we have a lot of attractive people, and I know that some people get together, some people don't. They just try to find, like, 
spiritual enlightenment before leaving. <laughs> so when do people get to leave? Is it like when they get together or when they finally achieve their goal, then they just leave the show? Or do they get kicked out of the house? Mm, that's a good question. So from what I know, from what we've watched, they can leave anytime they want actually. Like even after three weeks. Yeah. Um. There was a spoiler alert, but not really spoiler. <laughs> there was a guy who wanted to determine whether he liked guys as well as girls. Ah. Oh, okay. So, within two weeks, he discovered that he liked a guy. Uh huh. And then he left. What? Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, it happens because like you know you're not meant to stay there forever, and there's a thing about if you stay too long, it kind of feels a bit weird. Like you're exploiting the rent. Um, not only that, <laughs> but it's more of like you know it's been a while. Why haven't you reached your goal? Why are you still here? Because all your the the original people that you came with have already left. I think that ties in really well with the living with people sort of spurs you to achieve what you said you're gonna do. Mm. Mm-hmm. So there's there's really uh you're out there. You're really putting yourself out there for everyone to see you achieve. What you said you're gonna do, and and your other housemates really hold you like accountable to it. It's like if you say, "Oh, I'm gonna something," and then if they don't see you working towards it, they really will call you out. Yeah, like oh, you said you want to do this, but I don't see you doing like taking any proper steps towards it. So to me, when I watch that, I'm like, wow, so intense for a reality show. Okay, so I guess not all that polite. Then there are a bit of conflicts here and there. The incident with the tap dancer guy calling the other girl out was like my first, my first, um, the first time I saw something like that, and that kind of shocked me. Um, so yeah, like I said before, I'm not completely biased against this whole romantic genre uh, thing. Uh, I watch a lot of Korean dramas and anime, so like I get the cutesy. Um, but what I don't really get is, I guess, the reality aspect of it. I like I don't I I never really started Terrace House because um, reality shows are not really my genre. Um, but I have seen one, and I'm I don't know if you guys know about it. It's called You Are the One. <laughs> it's like it's a Chinese reality dating show. So why I bring this up is because I noticed that on that show, there's this like um, lack of a better word. There's a trashy element to it. So there's one segment on You Are the One where contest- contestants justify whether they think they are a good match for the other person. And they try to convince them to choose them. So they might say sometimes like, "Oh, you're good looking, and I'm good looking, so we're gonna have very good looking babies together." And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, it's these trashy responses that generate like a boo. <laughs> Everyone's unhappy with what he said. They decide do a quick pan to the person, like giving a very dull expression. I'm wondering as well if Terrace House may edit um, the show together to present that kind of emotions in you guys. Because like I, like I said before, you know, uh, Japan to me is very polite. And I'm wondering, since this is kind of like a reality show, if um, these instances happen as well. If they do, it's not very overt. At least not that I can catch, mm. always. Mm. Sometimes you'll get that impression like, oh, are they trying to insinuate something here? Mm. But it's never mm. felt um, trashy or, oh, it's clearly trying to push for something here. Mm. Um, sometimes when people say something wrong, they I realize they like to cut to the faces of people yeah. around them just to see to catch like a black face, and actually that happens sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, especially in the newest one, the Tokyo one, because you know there's a concession that Tokyo people are more rude than other people. Oh really? Around Japan, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like Japanese people, are, we heard from a few Japanese friends that Tokyo people are more like stuck up and mm. more uptight. Yeah, 
Yeah, no offense, Makoto, you're from Tokyo. You're a great person anyway. Cool. No. Thank <laughs> 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 you. It's okay. Oh, that's good. They're all right. So yeah, Tokyo people are really. <laughs> I can't believe they're like that. They're so outside. <laughs> <laughs> Tokyo is like yeah. Osaka is like LA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there are people who like they're just a bit more confronting in a sense. Mm. And there's a girl whose face is very black all the time. She looks really angry all the time. Also RBF. Yeah, it's just a straight cut. I just know I noticed that, and I was just like, "That's weird." Right. No, but I think they're also following like us the the storyline mm-hmm. in yeah. a sense. Like if they know two people have beef, right, and then one part the one of the, um, one of the two like say something wrong, they will pan to the other person just to see their reaction. Right. Well, um, that's more or less all the questions I kind of... Well, my first impressions of the show anyway. And right now, I just want to ask you guys. So, like, this is your final defense, right? <laughs> why? <laughs> like, what do you like so much about Terrace House? And why should I be watching it? <laughs> I like Terrace House because it is a reality show, right? But it's not trashy. Like, I, I, I would say it's kind of wholesome. Mm. Because to see how like the relationship between people blossom, mm. like whether romantically or like platonic friendships, right? Mm. Like the romantic relationships are very, uh, like kind of organic mm. in a sense. So you know, like the initial like crushing stage, and they're like both like you can see how they're so like bashful and excited, oh. <laughs> and excited. Yeah. And then when you watch it, you're like, oh my god, <laughs> like. I feel like excited watching them as well. Like it's like watching two yeah. friends get together. You mean? Correct. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then especially when you called it at the start, right? You're like, oh, I called it. Yeah. So like in that sense, it's quite wholesome. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So for me, it's more of like um, I'm really quite interested in the Japanese culture. Not a weep, but then weep. Mm. <laughs> that very subtle. This. Slip that defense in there. <laughs> yeah, it's just not, not, not a weep. Yeah, hashtag not a weep. But so, yeah. Um, and I, I'm because to me, it's more like a you have the impression, but it's like a kind of like a perfect society whereby people are always generally nice to each other. Doesn't mean they're happy, but they kind of live in harmony despite um obvious mm. social issues that we might have right now. Looking at the show, firstly, what struck me was the house. So for the Karizawa one, the house is amazing. It's in the countryside. Mm. They have two Volkswagen cars. Mm. There's like um, it's catered for all seasons, and because they go through all the seasons, okay. and they have different part. The houses, yeah. the houses generally change, and secondly, it's like because you know if Japan is such an interesting culture, why is it like when people live together? Because I know that um, for most Japanese, when they are young, they kind of live by themselves, away from their parents, because mm-hmm. that seems to be the culture. Oh. you know, having all these young people together in a house, then I just want to see how they you know live together, how the culture plays out in a society, in a big house setting. What I like the most is that. When people have a problem, so let's say someone is really lazy, right? People don't say. Yeah. People tell me that yes, you're lazy, but they always end up the sentence with "But I believe you can do better," or "I will help you become better." Mm. I think it's just amazing, and that's what really pulls me to the show. Hmm. I actually didn't know that. That's cool. I thought they would just like bash them, and then they'd be like, "Okay, now I'm gonna train hundred push-ups, hundred sit-ups, hundred oh, okay. No, no. Like example, there was one. Um, a bit of spoiler alert Like the Tokyo episode There's this one guy His dream like, is, is it Yume or Ume His dream is to be Spider-Man Obviously that's retarded <laughs> No hence. But then the, What struck me was the, Everyone's reaction to it Everyone was like Okay We will help you get there oh, You know like wow. And then he says like Oh guys I joined a I joined a I got to work at a Marvel cafe So I can learn more about Being Spider-Man 
And I was like so happy for him. You know what I mean? That's so awesome. Yeah. And it yeah. was genuine. It's genuine. He really wants to be Spider Man. Not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to see that now. But I'm gonna have to work my way there in chronological order. But I think also like they in in that sense in, in for that person right mm. they make him think more about what he means by being Spider Man because obviously you cannot be Spider Man like it's not a realistic dream. Yeah. So they actually like prompted him to think more about like what his actual dream is. You know. Okay, that's that's interesting. They don't just leave him to die. Yeah, I feel yeah. like if that happened in Singapore, we'd just be like, okay, man, <laughs> like sure. <laughs> yeah. Talk to that person ever again. Yeah, oh, but it was a Singapore terror house. It'd be quite fun to watch though. I thought there's gonna be one that's coming out. No, I think it got cancelled. Ew, oh, I don't think I'll watch that. It's like, but then again, I'm biased, right? Yeah. Same. So yeah. Uh, well, if there's a Singapore okay. one, they need to put in like elements, like to trigger people and stuff. You know what I mean? But like yeah, but I don't want to see that. I mean, I'm already getting triggered every day by WhatsApp University. True. I don't, <laughs> I don't need more fake. On the next podcast, WhatsApp University. No, <laughs> 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 Top ten reasons why our parents should stop using WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How about right. you, Makoto? What do you think? Uh, I really like rooting for people that you know come in with an aspirational goal, mm-hmm. and. Sometimes it just doesn't work out, and you get mm. to see them sort of rebuild from there with everyone's support. I think that's really fantastic. The romance part's also pretty fun. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, any last words before I close off? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, in one part of opening new doors, mm. so there are normally six people, right? And I call it the perfect six because this six had no drama. <laughs> The first oh, six. Really? Oh, that's great. Yeah, oh. it wasn't the first six. There, there was no drama at all because there was a couple in it. You know, there was really no drama. It was really fun there, to there watch. There was, there was a bit of drama, but it was very civil. Yeah, it was very civil. And it was very wholesome. It was just a joy to watch these people. Like, you yeah. could really see the Japanese culture being played out. Yeah. yeah. But and, then they yeah. left after a while. Everyone cried. And yeah. it was so intense when they left because everyone kept, mm. just kept crying and crying. So that just shows how how wholesome the show can be. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, Nanya. Actually, I have a not safe for work question to ask because we're talking about couples and dating right do they do they do weird stuff in the house they do apparently they do apparently right uh, oh, but it's not on the show yeah uh, they don't film it obviously but yeah, like the, 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 there's <laughs> like an insinuation that it happens I only uh-huh. find out only through people asking or talking about it yeah. Like the oh. host or within the house. Like, hey, yeah. did y'all? Hey, hey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they're like, ah, stop it, lah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's generally, you know how it goes. But you don't actually, mm. there's no like implying shot, you know? There's no shot mm. that makes you go, oh, is something happening? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess that's so very a very clean way of doing it as well, I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, you know how Netflix tends to recommend you stuff after you click on a show? Mm. Yes. Like, Netflix recommended me a lot of very raunchy things after <laughs> I clicked on Terrace House. Which made me wonder, like, there's this show called Too Hot to Handle. Oh, no, we got it too. It's, it's number just, two in Singapore today. It's just being promoted through Netflix. I think morning. it's just, yeah. It's just a promotion, mm. yeah. Like, do I need to see this? Is this what Terrace House is? Is this what my old friends are asking oh. me to watch? It's the opposite. This is everything that isn't in Terrace House <laughs> and then condensed into a show. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I guess that settles it. I guess I might try to give Terrace House a shot. 
and maybe we, we, we can record a new episode <laughs> we can record a new episode uh, if Yay. I decide to watch or not watch it, yeah, um, it so thanks Gabs Giselle and Makoto for sharing your insights on um, on Terra's house it was great to have you uh, to my listeners at home thanks again for tuning in so what other movies or shows should I do next drop me a tweet or a comment in this episode's Instagram story or post and I'll do the top rated movie or show I guess yes, yes. hi <laughs> till then Psycho. peace out